Hey guys, what's up? I'm Kelly Lindiangelo, your dungeon master. I would love for you guys to use the hashtag, hashtag GGG broadcast to offer up a name of an NPC. And also maybe in this tweet, uh, give us a line to describe what kind of NPC you want to offer up and you just might see them in this story. Rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome to Girls Guts Glory, the, the broadcast. broadcast. Previously on the broadcast. I'm going to run down the hall and try handles. <laughs> Untie a pouch on my belt and release ball bearings behind me. Yeah, I want to just run. Before he can say a single word, I just kiss him. You win. With a smack on the lips with the prefect uh, from Giselda, you guys run inside behind the the velvety kind of curtain that uh, is where he guards and where the commons room is. You walk into the commons room, very long, tall, high ceiling, uh, plush sort of old chase lounges and uh, couches that are t uh, the the actual um, cushions are like twice the size of the bottom of the couch. It's just these plushy couches that you can sink into after a long day of studying and sleeping. A uh, fire is almost always roaring and a portrait of uh, the well-known headmaster above that fireplace, always in every single tower, the headmaster, whoever the modern headmaster is. Boo. Uh, you guys also know that there are certain locks and keys in order to access like your private rooms and your dorms and your lodges here. Um, you guys don't really know yet uh, what you do have privy to and what you don't. You don't know your access points. You don't know what's been stripped of you, but you know you've been expelled. Uh, you've never known of somebody who's been expelled who's come back to school, and you don't know how well people know that. But you are in the commas room, and apparently that prefect just didn't care if you were expelled or not because you got him thinking elsewhere. Uh, so the fire is roaring, and all of you are there except for Starla who is currently still tucked behind a fountain and trying to avoid a horde of guards. <laughs> Drisilda goes for the desk. Okay, so you walk up to one of the desks that line the side of the walls here. Whichever one belongs to Professor Adewalt. We're in our oh, we're in the oh, commons room. room. Oh, the commons room? I yeah, thought it was not. like the lobby to the office. No. Okay. I don't know what a commons room is. It's okay. like a, a dorm <laughs> foyer. It's yeah, yeah. Okay. it's like the place where people would metaphorically watch TV together, but nobody actually watches yes. TV together. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you just like, go to your dorm college, room. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of dorm, dorm rooms room. attached okay. to it, but, like, down. It's usually, down. like, the, the bottom floor of yeah. the dorm. Yeah, it's kind of like, common room. It's kind of like my holding okay. area I'm right here. Like, Old popcorn and nasty bean bags. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> this is a this little bit like restoration, restoration hardware version. Yes, this is <laughs> okay. like this is more like uh like a cat like a Leeds Castle like nineteenth century mm. vibe here. It's a little bit more Victorian. Yo. So like really nice couches, but they have like popcorn stuck in between the cat and the cushions. <laughs> Y'all go to a real nice school. Like all these cushions are plusher than anything I think I've ever slept on in my life. Shut to think of what you've slept on. The ground. Mm. More hay falls out of Huck's <laughs> Oh, and that. And hair. Yeah, 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 and, and the hay. But that's also, you know, partially me sleeping in horse feed. So, like, I can't do that all the time. Only on weekends and on my birthday. 
Um, Huck, uh, Buck pops out of your overalls, oh. uh, skitters kind of across the floor and kind of flops onto a very, uh, very round, cushiony kind of uh, decorative uh, plush cushion, I guess, uh, with the kind of tassels off the edges, those like golden tassels. Um, oh. He kind of drags it with his mouth <laughs> over to the fire and just flops onto it like he's had the most exhausting day ever and he's breathing heavily. Oh, buddy. You know what? That looks real fun. I'm going to do it too. And he find, he goes to find like the dingiest looking bean bag and he's like, wow, this is real fancy and just face plants in it. Great. So the two of you guys are just cooking by the fire, essentially warming up and just trying to recover from that chase. I know they have marshmallows around here somewhere. Oh, it's a marshmallow. Should we be concerned about Starla? I have her in my head. I can do this thing called a hunter's mark where I like mark her and then I can come back and I know where she is and I can come back and find her and I put that on her. So now I know where she is. She's and he like points. He like looks around with his fingers and then he points in her direction. And goes, he, she's she's right up there in that direction, like a couple s- floors up. Yeah. And you notice, too, she hasn't moved at all. Been completely still for about the last five minutes. Can you summon her? No. It's not like a fishing reel or anything. I just know where she fishing is. Reel. Yeah. Have you never been fishing? Do I look like I've ever been fishing? Maybe. Can you, can I don't you know. describe like what you, <laughs> what you do when you say that? What you look like when you say that? I toss out my hand to the side very aristocratically. And I toss my silver hair over my shoulder, put a hand on a hip, and I'm looking quite uh, posh and proper. Do what? I look like I've ever been fishing? I don't know. I don't know your laugh. You might have. I appreciate your independent thought. I appreciate that you don't judge me based on how I look, actually. Thank you. Well, yeah, anytime. Anyway, she's up there. Buck, like, is close to you and kind of lazily his hand, like, hits your face yes. as he tries to close your lips. Like, uh, he's trying to sleep. But, but, uh, okay. The uh, little hamster has a sense of humor. Raccoon. Oh. But, stop. He no, just he keeps trying to close your lips. I hit my mouth. Stop. I he, know where your hands are being. He gives you this look. He gives you this look. Like, he flops on his back. You know, his belly exposed now. And he looks at you, like, uh, upside down with this look, like, Please, Huck. Let me rest, Huck. Oh, oh, okay. Here, hang on. Let me just... And he takes off his little band... His, like, red bandana, and he tucks Buck in like it's a little blanket, and he's like, you know what? You you go to sleep, buddy. It's fine. I'm gonna come back and get you in a couple minutes. I'm gonna let you take a nap, and we're gonna go converse in the corner. We're gonna go conversate in the corner. You're just gonna take a nice little nap um, right in front of the fire. You have cocooned him in your red bandana. He blinks twice at you, and then just stares. Good night, buddy. Okay, we gotta be quiet because Buck is sleeping. Let's go in the corner. So unless we've been expelled and unless everyone knows about it, I was thinking perhaps our story could be that we were playing truth or dare, got very out of hand, very out of hand. And that's what we're doing here. Just in case anyone asks, is there anyone else? Do you hear anyone? Do I? Drizzle um, leans you have the door a, to hear. You have a feeling that that prefect at some point is going to come back in. Uh, you can mm-hmm. hear him kind of stirring and kind of, you know, being like like trying to recover from the kiss. But you have a feeling he's going to be curious about why you're here or who you are if you don't know. Do you think it's wise if we stay here or should we make some moves? Is there compass? a good place to hide? I've never been here, so I don't know. Well, there's, well, there are a lot of places to hide. It just depends where we want to go. Are we still trying to get into... Professor Adderwald's office, perhaps? 
I think we should maybe wait until it dies down a little because the guards are all on alert. I don't know if we are safe here. What do you all think, Trisilda? I think we should go back to our rooms and pretend to be asleep for maybe a short rest. <laughs> our rooms? My room? Your old room? I'm sure they've filled it by now. You, if you've been expelled, they might have given it to somebody yes. else. And that so feller, official. that feller outside that you kissed might come back. And uh, as as you're kind of walking around, um, a couple of you guys relaxing, but a couple of you near the desks and walking. There's a poster board of uh, of, of all different sort of activities for uh, fun events, things like um, uh, spell casting competitions, and uh, even things as simple as just like. Old, uh, I guess a uh, uh, spell casting. Um, uh, what is it called? Spelling bees. <laughs> like where you have to like talk about the original kind of construction, like the the Latin, I guess, in this world <laughs> of your origins of your spells. And you take a moment and you kind of see something clear as day. Um, a poster that is on rotation of anybody who has been expelled. And you take a moment and you look at this poster knowing that it would be there, and you do see all of your images on it. Anybody who had attended this school, uh, right as rain, right up there. Um, you take a moment as you read it, expelled with your portraits underneath it, the ones that you had taken the year before for your annual yearbook photo, your name spelled underneath it, and then you see why you were expelled. It says that you're expelled for cheating on tests. I never I'd never cheated on a test. We would never cheat on a test. Oh, Celine. Yes, Farut. <laughs> oh, I hear a story coming. Tell me, did she cheat? She's like Miss Perfect, so if she ever did anything wrong, I will be so shocked she I will drop dead. might have forgotten. What? You might have forgotten that I helped you pass the test. Yes, yes, that is the story that we came up with, isn't it? Why are you being so mean? Oh, telling the truth is mean. I never cheated. I don't know what he is talking about. Anyway, what should we do? Well, listen, so I'm not on this list. First of all, like, being expelled for cheating on a test isn't, like, you know, a big offense. You're not going to be drawn and quartered because he cheated on a test. I know. Uh, so it's, I guess it's not as bad as it could be, but also like, I'm not on that list. Right. So I can wander around. That's true. You but could be our decoy. I'm also kind of dumb. So like, it's a real dumb decoy. I just, I want you to know, I don't want there to be any false expectations of me. Well, maybe just don't get into any deep conversations with any of the professors. Yeah, that's probably not gonna happen anyway, so Just like, act like a mute. Oh! so smart uh buck nods twice as that happens like he looks at you and he's like trying to cover his ears now you go back to sleep. sleep you go back to sleep it's but like, as you guys are chatting uh, the curtain does move uh behind uh that sort of area that you had come from and you know who this is this is the prefect who drizilda had kissed kind of walks in and crosses his arms and goes well i i heard there's uh there's some there's some commotion outside um um, I've seen some of you here before, I think, um, during my earlier stays. Um, I'm newer, you know, and stuff, but I don't know who some of y'all are, and I think that some of you might be, um, not 
in the correct attire for this school. Are you talking about me? Because my overalls are just my sleep overalls. Well, that's why I realized after I came down from cloud nine, after having lost my first kiss from the most beautiful lost? thing I've seen in my life. I think you mean given, because that was a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Huck. Well, yeah. But in the same regards, I, I am here to do my job. I am the prefect of protection, and this is my job. And... Um, I cast sleep on him. <laughs> <laughs> Poor he, boy. You don't even have to roll. Okay. He, he hits the floor. He this hits poor the Neville. floor. Oh. And just starts to like snore heavily. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can, can we like put him on a beanbag or something so he doesn't wake up with Please. a crick in his neck? All right, put I'm some gonna go, in his mouth. Yeah, I'm going to like put him onto a beanbag and cross his arms like coughing. I grab his feet. Thank you, Farouk. Yeah. Yeah. The two of you guys pl- lay him on top of one of the kind of a uh, uh, cushiony blue velvet couches, not too far away in the corner. I pat his head. It's all right, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Maybe you should <laughs> stop that. Oh, he really needs to open. Okay. I lay a pillow on top of his no. face. No, wait, no, you're gonna smother him. Don't do that. No, it's just lightly resting there. It's fine. But what if he tries to breathe in and just feathers? I will move it just a little bit. So it kind of like I want him to breathe. Yeah, I want him to breathe. But he's also. breathing, but also it's definitely cut the noise in half. Oh, good. Okay, good. Good night, little boy. <laughs> I don't know why I say little boy like I'm not a little boy. Okay, we have we have one minute that he's asleep. So okay, we should do, do something. Do you think we should go back to the catacomb? Do you think we should find a place to hide? Didn't we come here to see some professor's hoity-toity office? But it is covered with guards right now. Well, not the office. A moment passes as you guys are talking, and you do hear a stirring. You hear what sounds like some sort of movement, like a door opening and closing, and you see very faintly the curtain move. I want all of you here in this room to roll a perception check. Not 20? <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, okay, okay, okay. 15. 15. Huck 12. squints really hard, like, <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I see. A. Whatever is equal to a 14. All right, so you guys are all looking actively, trying to see what you can see. It, it's, it's too hard to know. Maybe it was a wind. Maybe the door was already open and it shut. But you know the shape of somebody who you might love. <gasps> Anywhere, angel. the outline of the body, and you know Starless tucked in the shadows and just walked into the room. Is it my Starla though? Is it the one I have my hunter's mark on? Yes, it is. Okay, good. Hi. I like run right over to the curtain and lift it up. So, Hi. Yeah, and you guys just see Huck talk to Shadow, <laughs> like you don't know what Huck's talking to. Are you okay? You ran away so far, like a long ago. Has he gone mad? Huck, are you okay? Who are you talking to? You break your stealth <laughs> and you walk out of the shadow pronounced now. Oh, oh. thought I was crazy? No. I know uh-huh. what I'm talking to. That was really hard. There are a lot of guards. Yeah, I'm surprised you got away. Good job. I, I mean, mean I'm frankly, me too. I mean, I already used all my ball bearings and my oil slick. Oh, we'll get you some more. Thanks real, real much, Huck. We're... You've never been in these rooms before. You take a moment and take it all in. This really beautiful, sort of lush, plush, uh, very um, cushy lifestyle. Something that is... So this is what y'all sleep in. Would you like a marshmallow? 
Oh my gosh, what's this? Giselda's just been stuffing her face. <laughs> oh, I didn't get to um, drown. But you have to be careful with the marshmallows here because if you eat too many, they actually expand your head so you look like an actual marshmallow boy. <laughs> what? You're done. No, I don't want to eat this anymore. Just one. But you'll but be fine with As long as you have less than five, mm. that's the key. Uh, and if you we stick it your on this head's hand. going to blow up. We should oh, go. You wish. I feel like we're testing time here. I agree. So shall we... Mm, what's the verdict? Do we hold off on trying to get into the office? Do you think we should wait till all the other kids are running about and then we can try to blend in with them? Is there like an attic or somewhere, or like a gymnasium or we a can basement? In? No, basements are creepy. I will say that the two of you know that there is a essentially a, a general closet that is within the commons area, an area where kids hang up their coats and their shoes and the things that you wear outside on like a rainy or cold day. Whatever you're wearing is the colors of your house essentially um since you are evocation the color is this kind of uh very beautiful almost silvery purple um and so you all wear these capes and these hats as you would walk about that's really just why i joined the school of evocation because it complemented (laughs) my complexion (laughs) i chose this school for the color (laughs) also fire for the aesthetic for the aesthetic Um. but you do know that um there's a closet nearby it's usually unlocked it's just an open kind of trusty closet with everybody's gear. So Farut, Drazilda, and I are, well, we're on that poster there. So I don't know how much we can get around unless people have disguises. Plus we were already rather noticeable. Oh no, Letty had all our disguises. We didn't think about that. I don't have any. Could we break into the disguise kit room? There's a disguise kit room? Of course. I was just going to suggest if you had any friends in that school that can do some disguise. Yeah, like some... Uh, the- it's a bit of a theater. walk. Theater? But- theater major? Yeah, theater major. Yeah, y'all theater. have theater. The- theater. Yeah. Yeah. Theater. Actually, theater. There is, a school, there is a school that specializes here in disguise. Oh. Um, those are very sort of specific spellcasting abilities, but there's a room called the Cosmos Cosmology. And so what you do there is you would walk into the room and essentially anything that exists within this cosmos, um, the tools are accessible there, but you know that room is locked and the uh, the sort of um, items they have there, the ways to manipulate the way you look and disguise yourself, it can get quite expensive. Some of those things cost a lot of money, so that's why they keep it locked so kids don't overuse it. Oh, Celine, remember like when you gave me that makeover there? Ah, oh, yes. It oh. really brought out your eyes. It did. But I was thinking, this closet, the closet, people probably hung their robes there. So if Starla and Huck want to put them on, they could maybe sneak around since they are a little less conspicuous than us. Might also be a good place to hide for the night and just take a nap. Yeah, I think think those guards might have seen what I look like. Really? I thought you were sneaking the entire time. Um, they saw me enough to know where I was going. What if you put a hat on? Well, should we hide then and rest? Yeah. How comfortable is this closet? It is rather large. Um, you walk over to it, kind of the door opens up. Um, it is a long closet. It's not wide, but it is long. Um, about 20 feet long and it hangs up tons of coats. Um, you could sleep underneath it, some of the shoes if you move them to the side. However, you do know, depending on the day of the week, 
some of these kids will come into here and grab all of their equipment, you take a quick kind of calculation in your head and you realize it's the weekend. So you feel like most kids, if they're trying to grab their cloaks or head out, they may not get their stuff until maybe a little later in the day. Considering the time of night, you could probably get a full rest and just get out in the nick of time without needing to uh, uh, disturb your slumber. We can also take watches if we need to. Mm-hmm. Make sure we all wake up on time. I would like to rest, yes. Yeah. I'm going to go grab Buck. I'm going to scoop him up. Yes, then when everyone's at breakfast. Uh, Buck is fighting you. No, buddy. He's like, gotta... he's like squirming, like, why are you? I'm so cozy. He slept what? for a total of five minutes and he was so happy. Well, uh, listen, I know you're super cozy and everything, but here's the thing. If I leave you out here, <laughs> someone might snag you and yeet you out a window. <laughs> you don't want to be thrown out a window, do you? Buck, Saturday mornings are biscuits and gravy. If you're a very good little buck and sleep in the closet with us, perhaps we can smuggle you some. Biscuits. He looks at, he looks at you in this gravy. way where like he doesn't know what you're saying, but he knows what gravy is. And like you don't know oh, why he knows what it. gravy is. Because I fed him. His eyes lit up. <laughs> and so he's he takes a moment, he listens to your persuasion. He kinda his body goes slack once more as you kind of just pick him up. Good boy. And take your red bandana and carry him into the closet. So who is going to take first watch and who will take um, second watch and who will take third watch? I'll take first watch. Okay. I'll go second. I can go third. Okay, sounds good. So I would like the three of you who are going to maintain watch, uh, the rest of you uh, sleep with uh, gathering some of the older blankets in the storage room um, and maybe kind of grab some of the pil- extra pillows from the commons and start to tuck them under your heads. Uh, so what did the three of you get? What are we for? I, I just want a percep- uh, perception check, please. Oh, I got a natural 20. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Ooh. 16. 16. Huh? Eight. And who was second watch? Me. Okay. So, first watch <laughs> was you. Mm-hmm. So, Drizelda, you take a moment and you keep your wits about you listening for absolutely anything you can. I will say because it's a nat 20, right at the end of your watch, when you're about to wake up Huck for second watch there's a moment that you tap huck on the shoulder twice and are about to pass the baton and then you hear something in the distance and you like you, your hand grasps the the shoulder of huck very firmly and your your finger just goes straight to your lips like don't say a word a moment passes as you can hear a handful of guards walk into the commons room and begin to scavenge anywhere they can you can hear their commander sending them to every single one of the dorm rooms, up the uh, spires to knock and rap in all the doors of all of the students to see if anybody is there. It seems like from what you can hear, because it's an at 20, they're not saying who and what they've seen. They're just saying they're looking for some people and keep it at that. As they're walking around, you can hear this dialogue. You hold your breath. There is a moment you think you can hear one of these younger guardsmen kind of saying, I'm going to check this closet. And he kind of goes over and he puts his hand on it. But the moment he does, everybody else has been dismissed and he leaves to go check the next tower. You two of you just like keep a moment on that. It passes after maybe about 10 minutes. And then you feel like they're all gone. Oh my God. Right. But in a way, I think this actually works to our favor. Because I overheard that they're looking in all the dorm rooms, which means that they probably won't be checking them again That's for smart. quite some time. Yeah, we're safe. We're safe for now. So I'm going to rest probably in about 
What time is it? Oh, it's quite early in the morning, like three in the morning. Okay. Wake me up at seven-ish. That will be around breakfast time. Everyone will be out having breakfast. And then by then, I think that will be a good time to sneak up into the disguise kit room. The the Cosmos Cosmology. And somehow we'll figure out a way to get Buck that biscuits and gravy and me. Because let's be honest, it was all about me. I have an urge for biscuits and gravy. I mean, sure. Who doesn't? Pretty good stuff. Who doesn't? Thank you. All right. I'm leaving you to it. Alrighty. All and right. Zilda takes the biggest, bushiest fur coat <laughs> <laughs> from some rich motherfucker and throws it down <laughs> and rolls up in it. Yeah, you just tuck away knowing that you have done your done your duty. You feel like you've yes. uh, successfully kept your watch and kept your wits about you and true trouble has passed. So Huck, you kind of derp around. Hang out with Buck mostly. No trouble stirs though, thankfully, with this having passed. You wake up Starla. Starla, you actively watch the rest of the night. And right at the end of your uh, of your kind of um, watch, you can kind of hear some kids stirring. Uh, maybe some early risers, some kids who are really into studying start to kind of walk through. It seems like these kids, however, don't leave their items in the cloakroom because they do not trust other kids and they want to be the first kids out. Um, otherwise, you feel like that next kind of wave are going to be kids who are actually are sleeping in and will come into this room. Um, I think I'll probably start. I'll definitely wake Huck up. Okay. Like, Huck, the nerds are awake. Okay. So I'm gonna go... I'm totally awake. Um, I'm gonna go stand out front and I'm gonna knock every time somebody walks away so that they you know when there's an open or space we just wait till there's more footsteps coming down the steps so we can just all well um, well no because that's a problem because when if people see us coming out of the closet they're going to ask us why we're in the closet and there's nobody out there right now so i can go out now and then when the coast is clear i can give you a signal well it's the weekend right so we can just pretend that we're like making out or something i mean yeah that's fine <laughs> um yeah, this, um, yeah. Is That's it fine? Is it time to wake up? Yep. You talk. All the uh, all the early rises are up. It's time to wake up. Huck, are you? I'm totally fine. Don't look at me. Everything is totally fine. So can I Your click? Your face is bright red. What's no, going it's not. On? Don't look at it. It's fine. Everything's fine. I slept you... funny. It's everything is totally okay. Is Don't this look a at rash? me. No, it's fine. No, it's not a rash. It's fine. Sorry, I said that we like could pretend to rosacea. be making out in the closet. Um, Nothing happened. I, I slept funny. I know a plant that you can eat in the wild to no, help I'm with fine. that. No, I'm fine. Stop looking at me. I am fine. I will take you there later today. No, I'm fine. We don't have time, okay? We gotta just get out of here. I gotta get out of here, okay? I gotta leave. Yeah, the footsteps, you can hear that they're starting to fall more and more. As you guys are kind of looking around this cloakroom, there are plenty full of cloaks. Uh, They are all named, so it's up to you with the ones you wish to take. There are two in the back, though, you guys had looked through very quickly um, that don't have any names on them, so probably extras. So there's at least two extras. Any fit us? Yeah, Yeah, they're pretty much unisex. So what happens is, is the moment you tie it around you, it fits to your body. Oh, perfect. I'm gonna put one on. All right, the cape kind of goes around your your neck perfectly. You take a moment, you tie it, and you can kind of feel it perfectly settling on your body, ever so slightly uh, getting longer. Whoever this kid was, a little bit shorter. And this is you, fancy. 
Um, I'll also grab one that has a, uh, a, a female sounding name. All right, so you grab one, um, there's some girl there who's just named Soraya, and so you're like, okay, great, sounds like a girl's name, maybe. I could be Soraya. <laughs> you grab her cloak. It is, um, about your size, so you feel like it, it won't modify too much, and you put it around your neck, and it kind of fits to your body, probably because it's about an inch shorter. Is there a hood? Um, yes, all of these cloaks have. Um, there's a collar that pops up about three inches from the cloak. Um, and if you want there to be a hood, you know that you can summon a hood. So it's there's no hood automatically on the actual cloak. I you mean, just have to essentially say hood and it appears. Even if I'm not magic, the hood just like, if I'm just like, man, I wish there was a hood, it'll you just You say like hood appear. and it appears. And you guys know this magic's right. on the cloaks. Whoa. But Whoa. <laughs> Very cool, isn't it? Yeah, I've never seen anything like this before. You could just like cut the name tag out of it, right? But I kind of want to be Soraya. What if you meet actual Soraya and she's like, that's my cloak? And I'd be like, well, I'm also Soraya, so I don't know what to tell you. There could be two Sarayas, right? Do I know Soraya? Does Jacinda know Soraya? Um, I would say you're familiar with Soraya simply because. She's a younger girl, probably 14, 15. Really thought you were cool and was constantly trying to like hang out with you, though she was clearly several years younger than you. And just... Sarai won't give us any problems. Great. I'm going to take a cloak as well. Okay, sounds good. You actually have one here. This oh. is, uh, you were the school of evocation. Yes. So were you Drusilda. Mm-hmm. So the two of you guys catch your cloaks. You didn't have time when you were leaving to grab them. So perfect. Grab your cloaks. Tie them around you without any sort of trouble. So Farut, uh, you do have a cloak on you. You have your school cloak in your in your sack, um, but it's a different color than everyone else's here. You can, and you guys know this, be invited into commons rooms of other schools, but you cannot go into any of the other facilities within those, common, uh, within those towers. So you have these beautiful kind of silvery... Um, purple capes. Uh, fruit, uh, yours is kind of like a black green. It's kind of dancing between those two colors. Mm-hmm. Like my feathers. Are your feathers black and green? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I thought they were just black. That's awesome. <laughs> so wait, did you choose your school because of the colors too? No. <laughs> just a fancy coincidence. Fancy coincidence. You throw on your cape around you. Already fits perfectly. Uh, and you also know that you can summon a hood if you need to. So, all of you guys are equipped with uh, the correct or, or lavender or silver cloaks or a black and green. And you can hear feet just outside that door, like starting Shh. to fall quite heavily. Shh. Moment passes, the door swings open. A kid, probably not too old. You know who this is. It's Soraya. Soraya. She's just standing there for a moment with her mouth kind of open as the door had flung open. She looks a little confused. Oh, Soraya, darling. I'm Grab Hook's face. <gasps> Put his face on my face. Oh, you I... two kids, break it up right now. Come on, it's time to leave the coat closet. Ah, oh, fine. Get on our merry way. You I got guess your our, coats. I Let's guess our, make, not make a big thing. I guess our game of seven minutes and heaven is over. Let's get out of here now. Come along. <laughs> this was a fun game. You'll learn when you're older, little girl. And she lets, we like, all of you, she lets all of you pass. And then there's a moment that she, like, looks to you, Drew, and she goes, I, will, will you, like, maybe invite 
Me next time I wanna I wanna hang Soraya, out. Soraya, I would actually like to invite you now to come with us to Cosmos Cosmology, but we could really use some breakfast. So if you okay. wouldn't mind getting some biscuits and gravy, oh, and then you could come meet us. Sure, yeah, I don't... Do you think the chef has it on the menu, or do you want me to, like, make sure he has it on oh, the menu? Oh, it's Saturday. He always has it on the menu in this house. Oh, yeah. Of course, of course. Of course, one second. Yeah, bye, bye. And she just, like, turns around from the closet and starts to make her way outside, and she kind of, like, stumbles for a second. Um, also, it seems like the prefix that you can't sleep on just amply took sleep, like he was tired. <laughs> so he's still sleeping on the couch yeah. nearby. Um... So, you guys all walk out from the closet. Huck is still sitting in the closet. Yeah, I'm going to grab Huck's hand because he is not moving at all. I'm not sure that will help. We will make him go catatonic. Oh, maybe you grab his hand. hand. Um, Zelda grabs Huck's hand. Buck starts pushing at the feet of Huck as well. Sorry, Uh, Huck. And then I'm just dragging him. Yeah, I'm, it takes I'm this a while. Tall, you guys celestial dragging folks in the world. Poor little so it's about, it's about two inches every five to ten seconds. Well, I'm very strong. I pick him up. Okay, because you're close to him. Carrying him like a little baby doll. That's uh, not bad. 18. Yeah, there's a moment that you're like, I don't know how much willpower is within Huck right now, like how much he's channeling. But you just grab the back of Huck, you sweep him up, and Buck's kind of on his feet, and he kind of sweeps up and falls onto your lap, <laughs> and carrying out like a plank, like, he, <laughs> like a frozen, petrified plank um, well, out of the closet. This makes it easier to carry him around. <laughs> Huck is just staring up at Faru, and you can look down into his eyes, and they're wide. They're just blown. Such a oh, better get a move on. Sorry, Fruit, that's What's my it? fault. So the first time you've ever been kissed by a kissed or So he's so he's catatonic. I broke him, I'm sorry. I didn't know what else to do. Someone opened up the closet. <laughs> so we're, okay? don't throw up on me. My first kiss was a game. I'm just gonna pat his head. <laughs> I'm walking next to Fruit. And I'm just patting Huck's head. And Buck and Buck doesn't like know what to do, so Buck just kind of crawls up and like nestles you, and then kisses you on the cheek and like lays by your by your neck and your face. Guess I kind of pictured it a little different, and not in a closet, and not part of a deception. Huck no. starts to like. Uh, excuse me, Huck. Buck starts to lick your face consistently, like like licking up all of the. Slobber or any kiss or anything. <laughs> Just like starts to go at your I'm face. afraid you did break him. And I'm afraid we have to get a move on. We're moving on. Drazilda's <laughs> dragging everyone and right, like So you guys are heading to the second floor. Yes. Um to the Cosmos Cosmology. Yes. Um uh um after you guys kind of get into the main hallway, you kind of plank up Huck and start to put your like you I would say for you put your hand right on the small of his back and just start to move him along in like a military manner like your feet aren't really moving but you're kind of conducting him like a puppet (laughs) as you guys are just pushing down the hallway keeping your heads low as kids are starting to stir and pass nearby you can hear chatter and talk um kids uh exhausted from studying because real tests are about to kick in um you hear a couple of folks talking about um some matches that are about to occur um 
some really, really interesting sort of spell casting matches. You get uh, placed inside, and you guys have actually been to some of these matches, um, where there's like these floating bubbles that you get placed into. Like Zorbs. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> Zorbs. And it's really it's really like a test of letting down your shields and then spell casting out. So it's it's a it's a, a witty kind of like a reaction game where folks can be floating within their orbs and are completely protected until they let down their orbs and then spell cast out. So it's kind of a dance between, and there's about six uh, orbs on either team that uh, kind of float within this sort of um, field. And that's like one of the main matches. Um, I actually, I'm going to throw it at you guys because it's an invention of mine. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> what do you want? What do you guys want this uh, game to be called? What's cool? Magiball. Motherfucker. <laughs> First answer, that's it. No, Magiball. Magiball. Like magical, but a yeah, ball. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone has anything else. Yeah, this really cool that's game just... is called Magic Ball, which has been fused into Ether Magiball. Orb. There's no Magiball. Magiball. No, it's it's Magiball. <laughs> There's no C. Magiball. I'm gonna pour myself. This is why you don't. <laughs> Damn it! Ask me for more names of things. <laughs> this is why you don't leave it up to us, Kelly. The more wine she drinks, the better it gets. Damn it. Honestly, I wouldn't have any other way. That's great. <laughs> Magiball. <laughs> Underneath my notes. Sounds the like Magiball. Magiball. M-A. Oh, yeah, spell <laughs> it for me. J. Spell it for me. Go ahead. J. Keep, no, like, G. The old school spelling of oh, magic. M-A. M-A-J-I-C-K. J-I. No, no, no. There's no, no that's the old school spelling yeah, yeah, yeah. magic. I was like, there's no C-K in here. Wait, what, does it have two eyes? Magiball. 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 Again, all I think is Vagiball. It's just. And a capital B. Oh, sh- okay. Thinking of Jade Eggs, you? Magiball. I love it. <laughs> so the the infamous Candlekeep Arcana International game, Magiball, founded by Magic Ball Man himself. <laughs> Sipping your wine. Eric is slurping her wine everywhere. <laughs> anyway, this is the game that you guys go to. This is essentially the quote-unquote homecoming game. This is where, where droves of all of the different schools and classes all assemble and cheer for their teams. And there's matches and there's sort of um, brackets that all kind of funnel down to the main match. Um and kids are really excited and they're talking about it. And you guys know that the Magiball game that's about to happen, the, the full-on homecoming game of this, um, what follows that is the infamous prom. Uh, the Magiball prom. You mean the Magiball. Kelly's the Magiball. Ball. as she says the this. Ball. Followed by the Magiball. The Magiball Magi- yes. ball. Uh, the Magiball ball. That follows the Magiball tournament. The Magiball ball. ball. <laughs> tournament. This Just place the Magi- is prestigious, ball. isn't it? <laughs> The Magiball Ball, thanks. Yeah. The Magiball Ball. The Magiball Ball is right after the Magiball. So tournament. The Magiball. The Magiball. The Magiball tournament. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Precedes the Magiball Ball. Yes. <laughs> so as we're passing the Magiball tournament, Drizilda turns to Celine, and and folks are just talking about it. The tournament has not yet begun. It's in a couple of weeks. But, oh. but kids are talking, and there's people already practicing in the um, quad area in the center. Okay, so they're practicing. Do you see Cobalt out there? I look and... Roll a perception check. Oh, is Cobalt like a varsity magiball player? <laughs> Afraid so. <laughs> Critical. <gasps> or natural 20. Okay. <laughs> 
You take a moment and you look for Koval. You know him very well. You know, he's not about that life. You met him because he is sensitive and because he was kind and because he he wasn't into the sort of competition that could lead to death sometimes if the spell casting was too prominent or too strong or kids had over, overly um, exercised certain things. I mean, again, you guys are still utilizing and learning, learning your magics. So it's always dangerous. And death hasn't happened in a very long time, but there's always a risk that kids will get hurt. You take a moment and you think to yourself about Kovalt and you know that he is involved in some way because he's spoken about it with reverence, like he wanted to join the team, but was too hesitant to do so because of the sort of culture. But he's essentially their water boy. He's the guy who waits kind of in the rafters and makes sure that they're taken care of and gets all their equipment ready, makes sure that all other components are prepped and uh, would send them on their way. His school is not the same as your school. Um, his, speciali- his specialization, which is a very, very specific specialization, has always been conjuration. When you guys are looking out and you're watching folks practice in the middle of the quad, you guys would know these school colors right away as you're trying to see if maybe anybody's out there that you would know. Um, this is the school of necromancy, so their colors are this sort of like dark red mixed with kind of like a cackling gray. Um, as well as the school of um, illusion, which has more of this sort of thin gold sheen. Sister, my love, I know this has got to be hard for you, being back with Kovalt. What, what does your gut tell you? Is he trustworthy? Should we somehow try to meet up with him? Well, my gut has always told me that he was the most trustworthy man in the school. But I don't know if if someone threatened him or how he ended up on this list. Perhaps it's not his fault he ended up on the list. I know, and that is why I... Well, perhaps we should try to speak to him. And it could be great to have an ally in the school who's not expelled. True. As you guys are all talking, there's a moment that passes and you can hear, like, two of these guys, probably from the school of uh, necromancy, not far away, walk past you all. And you can hear them chatting about the upcoming events. Um, as you hear them talking and you're like, you hear one of them kind of huff to themselves, like, about all the kind of fun events that are going to be happening, like, up to the ball event. Like, you hear about these parties that they're about to have, how the necromancy house is going to turn up the undead. It's going to be crazy. (laughs) It's going to be wild. Like, they're so excited for this big party happening at the necromancy tower. Um, And they're just kind of like, there's a moment, and one of these deed bros uh, takes a beat and, like, kind of looks in your direction. Um, specifically Drusilda, your direction. Um, and you actually know one of these guys. Um, not, not 100% known, uh, in terms of like, you haven't never interacted with him more than him grunting in your direction a couple oh. times. His name is Rekid. He's kind of well known. Rekid kind of- or Rekid? Can you spell that? Wrecked. So R E K E D. Wrecked. Uh-huh. Wrecked. Wrecked. Get wrecked. Oh shit! His name is Wrecked. Then. <laughs> fucking better. I am so here for the idea that the entire necromancy school is just like a bunch of frat dudes. Oh my gosh! Yes. Hello. Welcome back to our favorite person, Todd. Ever. <laughs> oh, Todd. Is this where Todd started? 
Before he went to the hexagon. Listen, let's not talk about these other forlorn bygones. Let's take a moment. Okay, so wrecked. uh, So you're here with wrecked. Now here's the thing about wrecked. He's. It's like that sounds like erect. Come on, he looks like erect. I like wrecked. Wrecked. Oh, I like wrecked. So you know this guy. His name is wrecked. Um, R e k e d. It's a family name is like a thing, you know? <laughs> it's a family and name. And he's like a ranger. And the thing is, is he's kind of this like, he's the antithesis of Jock, but all he does is hang out with Jock. So like, he's got this like quaffed hair and he plays the guitar um, and he has tattoos all over his body. And he has like the most tragic backstory ever, but nobody knows what it is. I had a and crush on this kid in high school. That was my type. He definitely listens to Boy Outfall all the time. <laughs> oh my god! Styla definitely has a crush on it. She's only seen him around campus, oh, but she's like, no. ooh. But yeah, he's like, mysterious. He's definitely, like he's only ever like head nodded in your way because he's wrecked. Oh my god! I hate oh my him. god! But like he takes a moment. And he's like, wrecked hey. the wrecked. <laughs> hey, Drizzle just sort of like hey. eyes him up and down dismissively. It's good seeing you around the school. It's pretty badass that you're here, even though you're expelled. Forget you ever saw me. And I walk backwards, still grinning at him. And then I whirl around with my little coat cape twirling behind me and beeline towards this cosmology room. (laughs) (laughs) You just have a moment distract. You just kind of like make a a graceful exit as all of your friends and your posse follows follows you. And you just hear, cool. Like as you're walking (laughs) on the way out. (laughs) (laughs) That was a shudder. <laughs> so, oh as you guys... Good, not a good one. No, but thankfully, that distracted him enough that you're able to make your way down the main hall and up one of the uh, staircases there, up to the second floor without disturbing the peace. Um, a couple of guards are around, but you guys all keep your heads low and with your cloaks kind of tucked above you. Doesn't seem to be causing any trouble. They're definitely on the on the lookout, but they're not looking at you right now. You make your way up to the second floor, up to the Cosmos Cosmology door. Um, it's currently closed, but you think that time of day, it is weekend, but maybe somebody's working in there. So do you just kind of fling it open, or do you take a moment until somebody walks in? What do you want to do? I think that I would just walk right up and try the knob. Okay, you do so. You walk up, you fling it open, and guess who's there? Your arch nemesis. Oh boy, I have an arch nemesis. Oh yes, you do, Drusilda. Okay. Oh, no. because it, because it's great. Because like that's the whole point. Her name is special. Barf. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. She's oh, worse. I hate it immediately. I immediately hate it. <laughs> no offense to anyone named Special. No, I'm sure you're lovely. I just hate this girl. It's just this one. We <laughs> all know already. Special. Right, what is she? What's her um, breed? What's her... Yes, yes. So <laughs> she's 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 a, she's a high elf. Oh. She's a high elf and you know it kind of okay. thing. Okay. The most, the longest golden hair that you've ever seen. And she constantly styles it differently in a way where you're like, how does it not take her all day? And it's really obnoxious. She's from, she's from the school of abjuration. Um, so she's really good at making essentially things go away if she needs to, or things kind of coming out of thin air. The thing about her though, is that she, um, in some ways has a reputation and her reputation is that she is essentially the best at everything. And she's schooled you a couple times in terms of like competitions when you guys have gone out 
and attempted to do um, your evocation spells and conjure something, she's been able to like essentially upspell you and taken away every moment of glory that you've almost received. She's also actively stolen twice, uh, stolen your friends twice and one person that you were considering dating. Bitch! Yeah, she's not a great person. Can I do a history check on her to see if I've picked anything up from when I was spying around? Sure, sure. Roll a history check. Yeah, 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 yeah. please have some dirt on her. Hmm? Oh no, that's a natural one. I don't know anything about this woman. Oh, wait, roll. She's lucky. I'm lucky. I forgot last time. Okay. Let's get some dirt. <laughs> That'll be a dirty 20. Uh-huh. Oh. Dirty 20? You take a moment and you, you think about this girl who's there right now with all of her friends around like one of the um, one of the main sort of vanities. Um, just kind of everything's kind of tumbled over and all of these girls are around her and they're like essentially priming and preening her like to become whatever she wants to look like, right? There's a moment that you think to yourself, you go, okay. There's a hierarchy system. You know exactly who's beneath her. You know you know that there's two girls, uh, and, and she bestowed names on them. They used to have other names, but <laughs> she gives them new names. So Special calls them um, secondary and third. Oh, so that's, I hate yeah. her. So you, <laughs> so you know who secondary and third are um, right away as they're kind of like within those positions taking care of her. Um, all around her, she calls them minions, so nobody else matters. There's secondary and thirds, and then there's minions. And you can actively tell from the way that they're hairstyled and from the clothes that they wear what their positions are. So you know all of this about special. Now, in terms of her backstory or who she is or why she is this way, you have fundamentally no idea. But I did see her pick her nose once. Oh, gosh, tell me where. I was in one of the grades, and she was walking down the hallway by herself, and she looked around, and then she picked her nose, and I saw it. So you have that. You have that if you need it. Oh, I locked that away. <laughs> okay. But yeah, you walk in, and there's a moment that she kind of like looks in the mirror and can see in the reflection all of you walking in, and there's kind of like a, a moment of like a, <laughs> like a, like a scoff. Oh, what a special surprise. That's really funny. Did you, like, come up with that yourself, bird boy? Wow. Very clever of you. She's smart, too. If you're here to join the crew, I'll give you all new names. You can be my minions, and you can work your way up. So I'd literally, literally <laughs> it is about rather chew my right wing off. <laughs> There's about five minions, maybe six minions, secondary, third, and then special. And that's it. Wow, you know, um, what's your name? Special? She takes a moment, and her twisting chair turns around <laughs> as she kind of moves her hands to get all of her friends around her to scurry away. And she stands up. Her really long blonde hair right now is tussled in this way where it's very curly. It kind of hits to the sides of her legs. She's wearing a very beautiful robe for her school. Abjuration kind of has this like orange into red into yellow color. She takes a moment and she kind of looks to you and she goes, I'm sorry, what did you say to me? (laughs) I think I asked if you were special, if that's like, who you are. Her parents named to that, ironically. Hey, Kelly. I mean. Yes? Are there scissors nearby? <laughs> yeah, there's scissors nearby. Why are you curious, Huck? AKA Rachel. <laughs> oh, I'm going to pull a parent trap. Oh, boy. I'm going to stealth and grab those scissors and sneak up behind her. 
insta-hate. <laughs> and I'd like to make a, a comment about uh, maybe some of the bats in her cave. <gasps> okay. I mean, I we small. are so petty. We are such a petty party. We are this the petty is party. Great. I know some this things. Is high school, and it's great. I know some things about this girl. Listen, she talked back to Starla, and Huck is not about that, so that snaps him immediately out of his little coma, and he's like, "No, I'm gonna do some damage." Oh, okay. Um, I want you to roll a stealth check. Okie dokie. I keep an eye trained on Huck just to make sure nothing gets out <gasps> of him. Special. Wow. Twenty-two. Wow, that's pretty good. That's yeah. I rolled okay. a 16 plus a 20 for okay. perception. So 20, nat 20 or not nat 20? Dirty. You can't see where Huck goes then. So <laughs> thinner. Can I None try? of them, all of them are too preoccupied with Drusilda walking in and Starla, whoever this person is. Um. So after she kind of turns to me. Yeah, she goes, and you say, are you special? And she goes, well, that's my name. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Well, I mean, I, you know, I may be small, but from this angle... Do you need a tissue? Because it seems like you got a lot of bats in your cave. Or, you know, you could just reach your finger in there. <laughs> she takes a moment. She looks around, like, curiously. Like, why did all these people walk in? She takes two steps forward. And all of her friends are like, no, 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 no. But she takes two steps forward and she hushes them. And she goes, listen, um, <laughs> you know this is my space. The first two hours of every Saturday and Sunday because I have to prep for the day. So, um, see yourselves out. Huck's, well, wait, wait. Huck steps back from where he had been behind her and he, like, has hidden the scissors and he goes, man, that's an awful special haircut and the back of your dress has a real special cut to it. I didn't know girls over here showed that much of their underdrawers. Where do you say that from? <laughs> I'd sneak right back behind them, as if I'd always been there. As in behind? Behind my friends. Your friends, and you say that? Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a moment that she's like, what do you... And then all of her friends gasp in unison as she's like, what? What? And she, like, looks around. She doesn't understand, but there's a moment that her eyes hit the floor, and she can see a part of the train of her outfit, as well as a massive about I would say you got a solid four inches I didn't cut it even no and it's like you cut it up so it's like maybe she has like three feet of hair but the other like four and a half feet of hair of hers is just on the floor and she screams <laughs> what do you guys want to do that's a special I'm sound I'm just gonna say oh darling oh, what happened here <laughs> let's roll initiative oh, no. <laughs> what yeah no yeah. Oh no 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 no! I think I think this is a call for my initiative, my friends. Oh gosh, you guys! I just rolled three natural ones with Ooh. all of these people. Oh wow! Uh, it's initiative they order. They fall out the window. But that it's initiative order. But that's still like kind of amazing in terms of actual. What are the other? Pe- how many other people are there, and what okay, are they? So there are five <laughs> minions around her, and then secondary and third. But like, are they like? There's a mixture. Some of them are half elf. Some of them are okay. human. They're girls of all different classes she often doesn't take like one of the same school um so they're all different schools here because she kind of has her own hierarchy that's actually what they're called they're called the hierarchy that's like her thing so anyway it's like mean girls (laughs) in the best sort of way i rolled a 12 um except they're called the hierarchy not the plastics here because that's What's plastic in this world? <laughs> I don't know. Let me just open up my notes for this section. All right. 
and you guys, 20 and above, okay? 20 to 15? 19. 19? 15 for Hook. Okay, 19 for Celine. And 15 for Hook. Uh, 15 to 10? 12. For root. 12 for Farouk, thank you. And then I have a seven. I got an eight. 12 for Farouk. Uh, what did you get again? Um, Juzilda? Seven. Seven? I got eight. And an eight. Thank you. Eight for Starla. And seven for <laughs> Juzilda. Okay. And then uh, you guys know that at least three of them have ones. <laughs> well, with their modifiers on them. Uh, okay. So let's see how this uh, plays out. Uh, first and foremost, Celine, you're up. This is about, let me describe this room really mm -hmm. quick. Um, it is a flushed vanity room. So it is about, I would say, 40 feet wide, about 20 feet deep. And there's about 10 vanities just covered in all different styles of uh, makeup and um, uh, special effects. So um, she's taken no more than about five steps towards you. You guys have not gone more than five steps in, so you're about 10 feet away from them, okay? So everybody have that kind of visual mm -hmm. in there? Great. Are there curtains in this room? Hmm. Fabric or... Yeah, I would say in the far right-hand corner, you would know that there's all different sort of fabrics. Uh, there's like boxes of it and um, tables of it. It's about on the edge of that 20 feet to your right. I'm going to run to the fabric, grab it, mm -hmm. and use Radiant Soul to grow my wings. All right, so you run 20 feet into the right-hand corner, you grab some fabric. What kind of fabric do you grab? Very heavy uh, velvet fabric. Okay, you grab it, you use Radiant Soul. To grow my wings. Okay, they grow out. Do I have more I can do? That's my action. That is your action and your uh, 20 feet of movement. You still yes. have movement and your bonus action if you want to do anything. Can I try to tie them with the fabric? You would have a little bit more movement left. What is your speed, especially when your wings are out? Does uh, it modify? 30 feet. 30 feet. So you have 10 more feet. Um, so I could say you could fly 10 more feet in their direction at least. So that way you're only 10 feet away from them. Okay. All right. <clears throat> you grab this kind of heavy sheet. You begin to kind of um, move in their direction as you finish your uh, movement and your action. Then um, it's Special's turn. Uh, good old Special. She takes a moment and she just like kind of l turns around from her position, I would say, after having experienced what that was from Huck. And she uses her free action to start to scream in the highest pitched scream that you have ever heard. So I need everybody and not Celine to make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom. Mm -hmm. That's all right. That's all right. Does she know it was Huck? I don't know if she would, but I think she's just screaming in the direction of everybody who just walked in. I don't think she's seen you yet, uh, particularly. Sneaky. You're saying stinky. Um, sneaky, sneaky. Uh, but usually when you speak, you sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, denote where you're coming from, at least. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what did everyone roll here? 12. 12, okay. 16. Okay. Also a 16 for Huck. 16. Five. Oh no! Five, okay. I don't like this die. And then, Celine, you're okay. <laughs> Alright, so. As you guys are screaming, there, as she, excuse me, as she is screaming, anyone who rolled above a 15 saves. Um, but there's a moment 
grapefruit that it hits your ears and you just feel like you're locked up, like you can't move, like you're frozen in fear. So you actually are essentially receiving the effects of, um, um, let me double check what this is. I don't want it to be wrong. It is essentially incapacitated. So you cannot move or take actions or reactions. You're gonna have to use your full action to try to break this. Is this being frightened? No, it's um, a special feat of specials. She is special after all. Great. All she right. She sure is special. Yes, she is. Okay, so. Um, it's, I can't even talk. Nope, it's like a version of essentially frozen. Like you're just frozen in, in complete place, like doing essentially what she commands. Cool. So you're just frozen. Wisdom Wait, save. That's, that's everyone under 15. Everyone right? under under. Did you roll under 15? I thought you said a 15. Five. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Oh, that. poor Starlet. Oh, yeah, no. you too. You are also essentially incapacitated right now this round. You can try to break it, but. <laughs> nice. I wish you guys could see the look that Erica just gave me. It's like a flared nostril look, and it's fantastic. Okay, moving aside. That is her action. And she takes a moment after she kind of, <clears throat> like, coughs after screaming and goes, <clears throat> and then, like, kind of puts her hand on her hip and, like, kind of slinks to one side. All right. It is now her third person's turn. It is the third's turn. Let's see what third is going to do. Third takes a moment and looks at you guys, and she's like, okay, special, whatever you want. Um, so I need everybody in front to roll a dexterity saving throw. I can't roll if I'm incapacitated. No, because um, incapacitated doesn't mention if it's an autofill or not, but usually if you can't take actions, then you can't even save, and you just take damage. Okay. Oof. Cool. Who's in front? I, I definitely move forward to make jokes better. Nose. I'm in the All right. So who's within that sphere? It's not Celine. <sighs> Probably me. So Starla, you're going to take full damage. You're going to take full damage. I, I think anybody who is standing around Druzilda, I need you to make a deck saving throw. And Huck, I need you to make a deck saving throw. Even though I'm in the back? Yeah, because you were standing behind Starla. This is a pretty gotcha. large radius. Yeah. Just four. Dex. What, did you add your... My dex spell? You rolled well, a four? It's a saving throw. It's plus zero. A four? Yeah. Oof. Okay. 14. 14. Okay. I'd be so mad if we get wrecked by these DC girls. was 14, so you save. <gasps> um, but uh, unfortunately, Drizilda, you do not, and I rolled good and bad. So this is 31 points of fire damage <gasps> oh, I'm out. to the three of you. <gasps> Wait, I'm divided or out. each? Oh, my oh no, it's fireball. Okay. Oh, well. Yeah, we're all done. We're all passed out. Bye. <gasps> Oh my god! So, fireball goes out to the three of you. And then, uh, if you save, you take half. So instead of 31, that would be 16. Uh, Amy's so pissed, the special takes me super. out. Super! So, that's third's turn. Oh god. Yep. <laughs> Minions are not yet. Huck, what do you want to do? Uh, super. Um, I'm going to. Cast Goodberry and okay. pop it in the mouth of everyone that's down if you, I can. It takes a full action to pop a Goodberry in someone's mouth. So you get to choose one person. How many actions is it to cast Goodberry? Oh, sorry. Actually, it takes a full action to cast Goodberry, correct? It's not a bonus action? It takes one full action to feed a potion or a Goodberry to somebody else. So you can cast Goodberry. 
Mm-hmm. You pop them in your hands. Mm-hmm. But then next round, you can pop one good berry in one person's mouth. I can't do anything else? No. That's a full action to cast good berry. You can do a bonus action. Like I can't even move or anything? Oh, yeah. You can totally move. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stealth. Uh, stealth is an action. Unless you are a ranger. Uh, not a ranger. A uh, rogue. That's a bonus action to stealth on, a ro- on your action. That's all I can do then. Okay, so you cast Goodberry. Take a moment. Get them in your hands. Just looking around at your friends as you look forward. Um, Special doesn't look happy that her friend did that, but we'll defer to that in a moment because the next person up is secondary. And secondary takes a moment, and you can hear panic in her voice. Like, oh my god, try, why did you do that? And then, like, you hear a moment, it's like, I I didn't know what to do. And then, like, Special's just like, whatever, just get rid of him, I don't even care. And, like, you can hear this dialogue happening while, like, like, you were not supposed to cast a spell that high within school walls. And you can hear secondary using not just her uh, reaction and her free action, but everything to just talk to them like we guys we need to get out of here now like now they're gonna they're gonna follow us they have wards and like they're gonna know and you can just hear this like conversation happening and like secondary just like bolts past you guys you guys want to take a reaction against her she's just running out the door you guys are good she runs out the door she just runs and at that moment like everybody else is looking around in panic with that it is also one of the minions turns the minion like looks in panic and is like you can see the choice between special and and secondary. Hmm. Um, let's see how this plays. Oh yeah, this fucking this 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 minion runs after secondary. Just like buy out. Don't want to have to get expelled. This is not worth it. Runs out. So for it's your turn. I'm dead. Oh, I need you to roll a death saving throw then. Eight. That's a fail. So mark that, Starla. You're up. Okay, that's a ten. All right, that's a pass. Uh, Drusilda. Do you add anything to her, or is it just what it nope, is? No, just a straight okay. roll. 14. It's a pass. So it is, I'm going to say, because I think this is a fun flavor text, they all roll nat ones on their initiative order. So they're all going to get disadvantage on their attempt to stay. So let's say the first one, I roll two nat 20s. Oh my so God. one of them is going to stay with the will. I could you know that happened. Wow. Um, the second one is staying, and the third one doesn't stay. So one runs out, two of her minions are going to walk forward, and uh, who's still standing? I'm Celine and Huck. Celine is flying kind of from the other Yeah, corner. not far away, and you're about to like approach them all. So one of them walks forward and takes a moment. I need you to, uh, they kind of get nervous, and they put their hands out. Um, I need you, and they're actually wearing the colors, too, of a fruit, so you would know this. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Celine? Uh, Celine, thank you so much. Yeah. Is a 10. 10, that's not enough. Well, I'm favored by the gods, so I'm going to try oh, and okay, make it. Okay, okay, okay. 16. That's enough. You feel the spell pass through you that's trying to com- almost control you in some way, and you're able to just resist it as it's passing through, and you see the hand kind of shaking like in nervousness. Uh, this person just maintains their ground, but they're still kind of nervous about like trying to challenge you guys um, or even battle in school grounds, which does not happen without exclusive permission with the Magiball. Um, <laughs> so... That being said, that is their turn. There's a second one, um, not knowing what to do, um, is going to look to you in curiosity and also do the same. So a wisdom saving throw, please. To Huck. Uh, uh, okay. Wisdom saving throw. Yeah, that's a four. Okay, so this is what you feel. You feel like your body lock within you, and then you just hear one word in your head, and you hear 
Run. Run? Yep. And the next time on your turn, you're going to run. So, Shit! <laughs> Am I able to drop the good berries at all? No, you are commanded. You must run. That is their turn. You guys got two of them running, at least on their way out, uh, including uh, secondary. Uh, that means that we're up to the top of the turn, Celine. So we still have special. Oh yeah, and... special. Uh, special's there. Third, uh, excuse me, try is there. And two of the minions. We can do she tries so much. I know, I'm going to. I mean, her name is really third, but she's called Try. Not, not to meta game, but we're hurting pretty bad. I was going to. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Who is closest to me? Uh, currently, a friend, ally, or friend, ally. Uh, Drusilda. Drusilda was leading the pack. Okay. Um, I'm going to go down to Drusilda. Um, fly down to Rosilda. Is anyone else within reach of me? Uh, within five feet, I would say Starla, because uh, Huck was hiding behind Starla. So it I'm would going, be Drusilda and Starla. I'm going to use Cure Wounds okay. on Drusilda, and I'm going to use my sorcery points to twin it. <gasps> nice! For, um, for Starla as well. Great! So please roll that uh, healing. That healing energy. As you take a moment, you drop... You have to drop this curtain that you were going to throw over them. You drop it from your hands. You take, you outstretch your two hands and you place them on two of your friends. Seven points. All right. There's a surging up of energy as you guys kind of kick up the blood in your mouth. Have you been burnt? You feel this healing energy around you as you can see as you guys awaken Celine, pumping this spell into you. Starless hair smoking. <laughs> yeah. It's, fri it's definitely fried and frazzled. Oh, I am fuming. Drizilda is fuming. When is it my turn? This well, Celine uh, still has a bonus action. If I'm you want to do something. I'm going to cast my spiritual weapon. All right, sounds good. And who do you cast it nearby? Special. And what do you make it? It is usually a sword, but for her, um, it is going to be her at her ugliest. Oh. <laughs> yes! Yes! Okay. So, special first thing in the morning after yes. a long night of partying. <laughs> yes. Like on her period, bloated and like and hungover in acne and hungover. Yeah. This is who you really are. <laughs> so I'm going to have her spiritual ugly self attack her. <laughs> okay, sounds good. I love it. Backhand. Nineteen. That'll hit. Roll for damage. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, that hurts. It hurts in a way like that 11 points of damage is damage, but it like it more hurts that there's a version of herself in front of her that she <laughs> hates more than anything. And that slap across the face of the spiritual guardian that you cast that's a version of her, like you can see her like face move. You can see the like the um sort of imprint of the hand of herself smacking against her own body. And she takes a moment and she just goes, "Ow." Like <laughs> Ow? But like, ow! <laughs> so there's several versions of ow that you hear within this singular ow. Um, great. And I'm just going to say, get out of here. Okay, sounds good. Just, uh, I want you to roll a quick intimidation check. I'll give you advantage, because that was really inventive. <laughs> 21. Okay. Wow. You, you see in her eyes that she, it's almost neck to neck. But there's just enough of, just enough fear. 
just enough of a glint with a non-natural 20 that she's going to want to leave. Next time on the broadcast. The fuck just happened? Charlotte's about to slap you again. We don't have time. They're having a party. Farouk looks down at his feathers and sees that he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Hey, I'm Kimberly Daugherty, and I play Celine Tassar. Hi, I'm Kellen Coleman, and I play Letty Marie Ricecroft. Hi, my name is Alice Gretchen, and I play Drizilda Slendron. Hi, I'm Erica Fermina, and I'm playing Starla Highhill. Hi, my name's Rachel Seeley, and I am playing Huck Lokely. I'm Kelly Lynn D'Angelo, your dungeon master and woman of many faces, creatures, and things unknown. I'm Richard Quiner, and I produce this podcast in partnership with Wizards of the Coast.